This is a Nutshell Studios production. I am Lexus and I am playing Bridget aka Ida Mikado. I am Vic. I will be playing Adrian Mikado. Charlie, I'm playing Scatty Mikado. And I'm your DM, Joe. Welcome to Campaign 1, Bards of the Feather. What the fuck is that thing? And he points at like one of those little babies that are blowing fire. You guys are burning a lot of calories. I'll go ahead and make some cold meat sandwiches. Meanwhile, Adrian's back here. <laughs> Can you I believe in you! <laughs> I feel like I would have turned around within the time that I was in there. I would. I, I'm not just going to jump in and be like, huh, just a wall in here. These bad guys is gonna get it. <laughs> Doing good, kids. Love you, pride and joy type thing. And Dita's just like, ugh, right into it. Don't make empty threats to me, boy. I've raised sociopaths, is what I've done. We'll make sure that your entire family is murdered tonight. <laughs> fucking Christ. Scatty's a fucking prick. <laughs> and you, hey, buddy, you shot the, the fuck yeah. We'll see you next time, guys. And welcome back to You Wanna Do What? The podcast where Dungeons and Dragons sometimes happens. I am your Dungeon Master, DM Doug, and tonight we are going to be joined by Flambe, Mad Maven, Mary Bondress, Pickle Jr., Lula, and Morgan. And we are going to be doing a little bit of something special because we missed out on a little bit of Mad Maven last time. Now, of course, first things first, a little love to the guys at Primus Sharp Edge Dice. They gave me the tools I'll be using to torture my players tonight. <laughs> Next to the guys at the Real Fresh channel. Keep it real, keep it fresh, keep it on that channel. Then go over to Fate Earth, get a load of those guys. My dad wrote a porno. Hilarious. New episode just came out. Dead serious. They're coming out soon as well. And Gamma Radio is going on to season five. I don't know for anyone who's noticed, but I just bought some Gamma Radio merch. I cannot wait for it to show up. It's going to be magnets and stickers and shit. I got a map. Yeah, I got a map of Lower Spittle. So, what we're going to be doing is uh, one last little shout out to the guys over at uh, D&D Adventure. Don't want to forget them. The Hired Swords. And now, this is this is me. But go to the Stinky Dragon. It's one of the most hilarious podcasts. I've been listening to it with a guy named Gum Gum who is just like, he's absolutely hilarious. There's one guy Shoves gum gum out a window. He's like, oh no, what do I do? And right before he hits the bottom, he turns he teleports back up to the room he was once in and goes, I'm gonna walk out awkwardly now. So yeah. I love gum gum. Gum gum is hilarious. Go check out the stinky dragon. Tell us in the stinky dragon. All right. So what I'm gonna be doing is putting a little bit of uh a little bit of ambiance on here. So all right. There we go. 
Turn that down just a little bit. Just, just a touch. All right. So we are rejoining all of our players currently sitting in the middle of the table of the uh, tavern, watching Mog as he is about to go upstairs with the beautiful and gigantic eight-pack, 11-foot, eight-inch Takari. And right as she is about to take him upstairs, Mad Maven comes through the door. What do you want to do? Continue walking. You continue walking upstairs as you uh, you immediately hear Okamog go, Wait, don't go to bed yet. You don't know about the curse. Mog exhales heavily and goes, uh, looks up at the lady, this tower of a woman, and looks up at her and says, Why don't you get there without me? She then goes over. Strength roll, Primus. Give me strength. Seventeen picks you up. Nice. <laughs> and nice. then takes you over to a table and wumps you down like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark, seriously, the whole time he's like straight face. He was carried. When he was sat down, he just strikes a pose with his cigar lighting it. You may proceed. Roll for performance. <laughs> I will right. give you advantage because that is so mog. Alright. <laughs> you think anybody's gonna take his stride out of his <laughs> out of mog? No one ruffles mog's feathers, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, I, right. Honestly, and as a mafioso, your feathers should be unruffleable, all things considered. All right. There we go. So, 19. With a 19, you, like a fucking JoJo, just <gasps> uh, make this amazing pose, get set down, and all you can hear is the gentle of a lighter as it kicks on, and you... Uh, uh, you see a flame dancing in Takari's hand. She's a little impressed. As Mad Maven comes in, you you hear the door slam. So the curse. And uh, everyone's going to step down and sit at all the tables and draw close to Okamug. As you see, he sets all the candles to dim. You can only hear the flickering fire as he clears his throat with the... <coughs> and you see, he pulls out a small glass... And a small, I would call it a wineskin, but imagine a very small wineskin that he pours a beautiful drink out of, filling up his, and Mog, make a perception check. All right. Uh, one moment. Yeah. All right. Perception. Perception. <clears throat> 
Eight. Oh, God. You're no expert, but that's some fine fucking whiskey he's got. I'm I'm going to just tilt my my empty glass towards him. Oh, and, and as you tilt your empty glass, he looks at you, and uh, he beckons you to come over to the uh, to the. Well, I guess you'd have to call it the uh, the raised Dais? theater. Dais? Yes, he beckons you to come over and fills your glass up. And all you can hear is just the gentle <laughs> as the whiskey splashes in. Yep. Hey, I don't have to be uh, uh, an expert to know this looks like good alcohol and I just got some. <laughs> no, uh, but could you do that in character? Oh, uh, Mug, when he walks up and gets that drink poured, he takes a deep inhale to smell it, and then... Make uh, make another perception check with advantage. Because now you have it right under your nose. It's right under my nose. But either way, he's still going to try and appreciate it. Hey, DM. Yes. Can I try to do a stealth roll to see if I can become un unnoticed 20? by those around me? You certainly can try. That's a nat 20 plus two. All right. So as you uh, look at everyone, they're all paying attention to the barkeeper, Okamug, as he pours the large man a drink. You notice that uh, they look at each other. You see a very full mug-sized glass. As uh, no doubt, Mog and the barkeep looking at each other. Twenty, by the way. <laughs> yep. Mog. That was a nineteen, was it? Yeah, uh, nineteen plus one. So with a dirty twenty, you okay. can tell that this is two hundred year old single malt scotch. <laughs> Mog. Oh boy. It is extraordinarily smooth and sharp at the same time. <clears throat> like a lady's tongue? Oh, so you look at him, take a sniff, like a lady's tongue, smooth and sharp. And he tops your drink up. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do an arcana check to see, see if I can find anything around me worth investigating without being noticed? Oh, with a nat 20, you certainly can. Okamug is going to... Uh, he's going to, to go up to the, this little theater. He's going to drop the back curtains. He's going to pull up a small thing and light... I guess the best thing would be to call it a... What's the word I'm looking for? Prestidigitated fire. I was thinking a word joint, so yours is fancier. It's a 16th myocana. <clears throat> ah. One moment. Nice. All right. So, with your arcana, you managed to look around and actually find 
that people have unwittingly left odds and ends on their tables after they've gone to listen to the story. Roll a d12. I'm going to bring up one of my tables. I mean, to be fair, it's on them, on that one. I agree, which is why I'm not arguing. Because he did roll in that 20. No one expect to see him slip by. <laughs> I had a 7. You creak on by. You manage to find a handful of arrows. Can I roll another working? d12? No, hold up. Roll a d12 to see what the air, how many arrows you got. 12. Alright, you have found a dozen arrows with a spell on them. You can tell they're enchanted, but you can't tell with what. However, they are all one color. They are all green. I'm going to tuck those away and I'm going to keep looking. Very well. Roll a d100 to see your probability of finding another thing. And this is all happening while Mog and the uh, the the barkeep are exchanging their their last sip. So you got one last chance on this one, bud. Okay. Oh. And damn. If it wasn't for the nat twenty, you wouldn't have gotten two choices or two chances rather. So. Ninety-two. <laughs> You found a ring of water walking, you son of a bitch. It is a ring. Twist it. It'll allow you to walk on water once per day for one hour. Cool. Thank you. Might I suggest adding that to your inventory? Good sir. Yep. As you I'm just glad it wasn't a ring of fire resistance. Yeah, I bet you would be. It could be a ring of kiss my ass in about eight seconds. <laughs> all right. Ring all As Mary settles back in, not being noticed whatsoever, Okamug has brought out this precedentated fire and has made a, a small seat for himself. Long ago, where this tavern sits, there was a large farm. This farm was said to contain an amazing treasure destined for the farmer's four kids. The problem is, no one knows what happened to the four keys the four kids were supposed to have. They and everything else that night vanished. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. Constitution saving throw. Alrighty. Seven. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so the rest of the story is that it was it was just one night. Oh, oh, this is risky. It was one night, and by the time the morning came, the only thing they saw was blood everywhere and not a soul to be found. Uh, what was that roll for there, Mog? I thought you said Constitution saving throw. No, that was me. Yeah, uh, no, he's talking to himself right now. 
This is that monologue I was telling you guys about. Mog, you don't have to make a constitution saving throw because your body can metabolize this. Okamug is a halfling. <laughs> who just drank 200-year-old scotch. Give him a break. Hey, how you I, doing, buddy? Sorry. Oh, Maeve. Oh, who's this? <laughs> okay. Another constitution saving throw for Barkeeper. That's a four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gonna end the stories. They say, oh, oh. they say that anybody. Oh. oh, I need to lie down. I'm gonna go lie down. Oh. Uh, put my hand on his shoulder. They say, they say hey. that. Oh. Go ahead, Mog. I'm gonna say, Ivor. You tell us what we need to know, or I can sober you up so you can explain better. He was starting to tell it. And as soon as you say that, Takari takes one of her giant, literally half giant, half work fingers, puts it over your mouth, but it covers your entire face, and goes, Shh. Okay. Okay, sober it up, sober it up. Okay. So, they say that over the years, people have dreamt about what happened that night, but no one ever talks about it. They say they, they, they remember dreaming, but they don't remember by the morning. I just hope that one of these days, someone can lift the curse. Oh, Takari! Beautiful Takari! You made it! And Okamug is going to go up to Takari, who's barely up to her ankle. Ooh, still got those good-looking shins. So, DM, can I say that it sounds like there's a little bit of money to be made here? Oh, tons of money. They say the treasure's untold. So, uh, Lula, uh, Lula, you were saying that, uh, unfortunately you have to bow out. You're not feeling the greatest and you want to get some rest and, uh, you and, and Mary Bondress, that is totally understandable. You have obviously my blessing and I hope everything works out well for you. So we will, uh, we will just continue on with Flambe, Mad Maven, and their mom. Easy enough. I'm going to go ahead and just curl up to my staff in one of the corners. And you do so. And Lula, you have said you want to order the best room service, uh, which is Takari at this point. So she's a little busy. But she'll be at your room next. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So, uh... Give me just a second. So they say that Shikari uh, here, oh, she, she came in only just for a couple of days. You know, she's actually from Whitestone. So what, green suit man? Did you pay her yet? <laughs> oh. Um, uh, actually. But did he actually have anything with her to pay her for? Because we kind of went backwards. No, oh, hold on, uh, hold on. Because normally, 
people around here pay in advance for this kind of girl. And he winks at uh, Takari. She gives him a wave and goes, oh, she must like you. This one's on the house. And then he oh. walks away. Wow. Heads back behind the bar. Sits down. And starts snoring. I glance up to her with flirting eyes and go, well, now that the children are asleep. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now that the children are asleep. You dog. I am going to give you a point of inspiration for that. I don't even Mog think they need a guy. Say what? I don't even think they need a room for that. I mean, you just no, that was just damn it's like, Boom, right there, wherever. Break a table, whatever. Break a chair, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It's just I'm just excited about people getting laid. That's all. Go for it. And as this happens, you notice behind you the whole time oh, that Donarula has been there, and you only notice him after he actually starts sipping on what looks like a red drink. Ugh. I don't, Child, like oh, don't worry. It's only couch, huh? But 90% check out. Raw. Oh. Have you ever opened a chicken? Well, yeah, I'm a stout halfling, so yeah, I've opened a chicken a few times. Are you, like, mocking me? Because, yeah, so that's totally, totally cool. I'm like, I'm... I, 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 I still have that that pipe that Lula had, the one that made me tingle. Wow. Um, it, was, it was the weed pipe. Do you want some? Uh, no. No. I don't think I'll any think of this. That weed pipe, this is way too weird to begin with. Alright, uh, well, I'm gonna go bra. Up the stairs. And uh, I'm gonna find me a bra who will suck my jaw for once. Wow. My character's not even a female. And you know what? We'll do anything for money. Fuck it. <clears throat> not you. Someone I have to kill later. Jaw. No, who do we have to kill? Why? I, I, I have questions. Do you have answers? What I do is I just I like smell people and then as I'm like I, I'm like sniff sniff and then I'm like oh you're evil and you're juicy and I'm like nom cha mm. and then after I'm like it's so strange that you have so many answers answers to my questions. It's it's almost like you expect me to answer you. I'm two thousand four hundred and twelve. I am a grown man. 
I mean, like, although technically I'm 34. Talk. Technically, I'm 34. Um, Did you like that? <laughs> on which technicality are we hanging that 34 years old on? I would like to know. That was when I was bitten, I, and I stay that age forever, Chaw. So I'm like 34 forever, Chaw. I call bullshit. I call. I didn't ask. <laughs> you know your, your blood. Why is your blood starting to smell good? Are you getting a little evil right now? Do I need to have a little sippy sippy? If I agree to give you that for free, would that benefit me or affect me negatively? And that's not an either or a question. That's like, uh, what would happen? Oh, you want to trade, Chaw? Right, 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 right. So, um, if you were, like, willing to, you know, give oh, me yeah. a little sip, what yeah. would you want in return? But what would it cost me in return, regardless of what I want? No, 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 bro. Okay, okay, okay. I get a pint of, like, the gooey redness flowing inside you. You get something magical. <laughs> um, do we think it would be? <laughs> no, I'm question. I will make it worth your job. I all oh, am considering it, and yes, I am mocking you. And I think I'm going to go for it. So just tell me what I need to roll. Actually, you would not need to roll anything. As a willing participant, you would easily be able to take out a small, sharp object, put a small cut in your hand, roll a d4, and then drip the blood simply into a cup. Okay. I um, almost always have a needle on me. So, as a nurse, you know, yeah, I can do that. I could get a cup full of, you know, the good stuff. Very well. And he hands you a small leather pouch. Use them wisely. Chaw. About now you're probably feeling vomiturgy going throughout the building. But anyway. Uh, no, about now, you two have headed upstairs because she has carried you upside down by your leg as you are completely unfazed smoking. He totally hung you upside down, dude. Be grateful for that. And, uh, and okay. I'm going to... Um, I've got some sound effects here I've been meaning to use. Yes, sir. So, here we go. Yep. This is what the, everyone hears. That good? Or do you need more? No, we hear you mashing buttons. That was not me, actually, whatsoever. Thank God. I think you might have been confusing the fireplace ambiance with the buttons. Yes. In which case, the fireplace needs to be replaced. I will turn it down. 
No, 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 it's not too loud. It's just awkward. Ah, very well. <clears throat> that's that's my ear problem, not the fireplace problem. But I'm still busy having a conversation with Stone Rula. Ah, here we are. A little bit of nighttime tavern. So, he hands you the small leather pouch and says, Use them well, Tom. As he hands you a deck of many things. <laughs> oh, no. What? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, my no, God. no, no. Come on. No, 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 no. Can I no, at no, least back no. in the pouch? When I say you want to keep this. Hey, you know what? It's Halloween. Almost. Give me the deck of many things. Oh, no. I'm going to push it right to my chest. Right there. Brand me. Right there. Oh. The deck oh, of many okay. things is a legendary wondrous item usually found in a boxer pouch the deck contains a number of cards made of ivory or vellum as soon as the character draws a card something is summoned what is summoned depends on the card you have a 50 50 chance of it being good or evil you uh, look no, inside like and notice you look inside and notice that this deck is not full. There are five cards remaining. As this is a legendary item, these things are very hard to come by. One of these cards arguably costs about 10,000 gold. On the bright side, you can turn a deck over and just look at them from top, uh, from bottom to top without drawing any cards, but know what cards you have. You know what? I'm actually enjoying this. Um, so if I notice that my deck is not full, which, <laughs> let's be fair, it's probably not. Um, no, you would, have five cards. No, I only have five cards. Well, Chop, those cards are worth what you would make in three life chaws. But what if I got them all? Oh my god! Then you would be richer than most kings put together. Sweet. But then I also have a target on my back. But oh, who oh doesn't god. have a target on their back anymore? Chaw. I know, right? I like, can't even take a chaw without some bra trying to bra my chaw. Yeah, I'm gonna hang on to these. I'm gonna find the other ones. I wanted to, but then I got this really sweet gig with the government, and now I get to eat any evil person I find as long as I fill out the paperwork afterwards. Which reminds me, I have to go fill out paperwork. Good night, drunk, drunk, womp falls down the stairs. Drunk, goodbye, people. As you hear him falling down with a hard womp. Wow. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I didn't break anything. I just fell on my chalk. Good night. 
<laughs> Flambe, Mad Maven, and Bickle Jr. Sir. After hearing the tale and seeing all of this, what do you guys want to do? I mean, um, Bickle. No, not Bickle. Flambe. Bickle, I would love mm -hmm. to meet you there. Flambe. I know you've been searching for ingredients for a recipe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you could, uh, like, talk me into, uh, you know, trying to sell this crap. Well, if you want some, ingredients. if you want the hand to sell something, just take it to an, a, any magic shop and they'll give you money for it. Or mm -hmm. what you can do is, I, I know somebody who sells this bag. It's called a merchant's bag. You put your stuff in it that you find, and then whenever you put it in, you get its value minus 10% because that goes to the seller. It's just a bag of teleportation, really. And then they teleport back the gold for it. So it, it's pretty cut and dry. But the problem is you can't haggle. Oh. Mm. So what it's worth is what it's worth. And then you lose the 10%, you know. Um, you know, I mean, 10%, what is that? In the grand scheme of things, it's not a whole hell of a lot, but if you got something that you want to get a specific amount of coin for, you got to go to the auctions or to the sellers, and sometimes hey. you have to go to the black market. Oh, like if I have, you know, like something that is like hot potatoes and stuff. That's right, that's right. And there's a black market not too, too far from the castle. The king allows it because he's actually selling shit he wants to get rid of at the black market, too. He's a sort of, he made a deal. He And he didn't even try to be sneaky. He just said, if, if you let me unload the shit I want gone, you can stay till it's gone. Because he wants to have an air of legitimacy. So, can we go check out the D&D version of Hoarders? Um, yes, we'll go take the TLC carriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sure, first I thing I should mention is areas. it's nigh on 10 o'clock at night, and it's the middle of the night, practically. And we've been walking all day, and and we, we 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 seen some shit today. So yeah, I'm gonna something unimaginably strong, and then try to find something that I can put my penis into. He rolled. Oh, you should ask the oh, bartender, the, the female one. Oh, you don't say. Why does she yeah. know somebody? Fombe, Fombe, uh, 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 which one, the girl or the gay? The the girl. Uh, just ask her for the special. The special. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, lady, lady. Yes, lady. I'd like the dwarf special. Um. Okay. And she sets down a mug of strong ale, a bunch of bread and cheese, and meat, and he goes. I'm supposed to fuck this! 
And she just looks at him disgusted and walks away. Flambe, you owe me two gold! And he starts eating. Well, I just asked her I'd like what the last guy had. I assumed he asked for a special. Well, you told me to, you told me to ask for an official. You didn't say to ask for what the last guy had. Lady, la what? Lady, what? I'll have what the last guy had. You're the, you're the last guy. Okay, what the guy before me had. Oh, in the back. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to the back? Oh, the back. And the, uh, then you see Glotto Gut, the, uh, the male bartender, he goes up, and you see he goes up to Okamug, gives him a couple gentle on the side of the face, doesn't wake up, and he goes back as well. <laughs> nope. He's gonna come out and go, all right, so don't get to the toast tomorrow. I may have made some impressions in the bottom. <laughs> all right, well, I've had enough of this bullshit. I'm gonna go and uh, see if there's something that can get rid of me itch upstairs. Oh, oh, I should have worn one. Oh, I should have worn one. Mad Maven, Flambe, what do you want to do? Uh, yes. Your current objective is the dwarves in the corner, which if you follow me, right around here, uh, they are the logging team that you guys have to hire tomorrow morning. Ah, very well. So, what you're doing is you are... <laughs> While someone is spit-roasting in the kitchen, and has just finished, and is now, I don't know, Eiffel Towering? Oh. Uh, <laughs> you go back as the smell of fish gets more and more prominent, and not just because you're cooking it. <laughs> Sorving? I ain't gonna swive these dwarves' fish, you hear me? I ain't gonna swive them! Alright, so, you serve the dwarves, you fill up their mugs, their bellies are full, their belches are satisfied, as they all decide to call it a night. After saying that the uh, the main dwarf, the one who's been talking to you, uh, Welby, you know, I'm normally not a big fan of being courted, but you're just so gosh darn kind to us that I suppose we can talk in the morning about you hiring my crew. Now, we're gonna have a go good night's sleep and digest all this beef free estate. 
I hope it was beef, because if it wasn't beef, we are going to have beef. <laughs> he slaps you on the shoulder. All right, I'm going to go find the hooker. And you notice everyone individually starts piling out, calling it a night one by one, until not but you and Flambe remain, finishing your last drink. Uh, Flambe is gonna find uh, Bickle and give him those uh, two gold coins as payback for the accidental food fuck up. Oh, nice fucking pun. Food fuck up. <laughs> so, Flambe, in order to find Bickle Jr., you head upstairs. You can be heard shortly after banging on his door, trying to get his attention. Give me just a moment. Ah. Opening Bickle's door, you see him bent over his crotch, massaging his penis, and going, Shoulda want a condom, shoulda want a condom. <laughs> As you walk oh, over yeah, to dude. She, she's like massively. As you walk over, and you see Bickle pull his underwear. Oh, what did you want? I'm a little half naked at the moment. Sorry, dude. Just wanted to pay you back for earlier. I wasn't really being serious. I'll tell you what. Next time there's a mix-up with a hooker, we'll call it even if it's my mistake. Deal? Deal. Sounds like we're going to have this problem again. So, deal. He goes to shake your hand. Uh, no thanks. He made hands to shake your hand. I shake the hand, I guess. Very well. You shake the hand after much peer pressure. <laughs> and uh, as you uh, as you shake his hand, you notice it feels a little sweaty somehow. <sighs> and uh, immediately, you kind of he looks at you. And then he looks at the door, and he kind of, uh, he looks at you, and he kind of goes to clear his throat. You know, yeah, and he's yeah, like, I got it. <laughs> and, like, he starts backing out of the room. Much appreciated. I'll see you in the morning. I, I have a question, though. Do you have any ointments? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, Mog can cure disease. You want to do a medicine check? He's not there. <laughs> Uh, sure. Who wants to see the medicine check to see what Bickle Jr. caught? Oh, yeah, what, has, what's going on someone here? has already caught herpes of the eye. I'm not <laughs> kidding. I have a character that's all sexual transmitted diseases, all diseases in general. So yes, you need to make a medicine check. 
21. Oh, damn. He has caught the wizard's lament. <laughs> he now suffers some spell impotence. <laughs> oh, no. Was his and hand a little wet? Greater restoration or better, he can no longer cast spells. He has a droopy wand! <laughs> it's not like he's a spellcaster. He's a bard. All right, so as everyone heads upstairs, the tavern slowly emptying, everyone finding their way either to their own beds or their own homes. It is now time to do two things. One is for you find people to open up the new map. As he deck of many things. The one from earlier under No Touchy. Correct. Give me a second. Oh, no, I'm just literally in the middle of uh, lifting the fog. Understood. Correct. Do tell. That's pretty typical.
Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Uh, next week, I'm gonna have a new uh, dice tower. Oh, nice. All right, so does everybody have access to the map? Yes. All right, everyone, please refresh your browsers. I'm refreshing the master map. All right, a uh, new place to collect sheep for the sheep army. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, if you were to take a look at the map, no one has died. I'm literally just organizing a couple of things. He prayed them back. Oh, no, those... He has three ghost sheep, if that's what you mean. They all uh, died. Yes. However, no, I will hunt sheep exclusively. <laughs> All right, so. Okay, so if everyone would be so kind as to log out of the map one last time so I can refresh it and then log back in, please. I know how to uh, so, up. Mad me, perfect. And everyone stay out for just a second. I'm refreshing the master map. And please log back into the master map. All of the tokens should be loaded now. You're in the same place, bottom right hand corner, my friend. How do I do what? I have a question. I have a question. Yes. If someone turns into an animal, that, and they gain the intelligence of that animal, do they understand that animal? Or do they understand that aspect of an animal? For lack of a better way of saying it, they understand what it's like to be that animal, and they understand what it's like to be that perspective of that animal, and they can then understand those animals from then on because they have been that animal. Hmm. All right, so would everyone please give your characters a wiggle for me? Give me a wiggle. Where's my character? Everyone is at the bottom right-hand corner. You will find yourselves in the house. Yes, you are literally the bottom right-hand corner person. There is no one more to the bottom right-hand than you, Mad Maven. That's because I just moved you. All right. And now that everyone can do their thing... <clears throat> We find everyone falling asleep after a nice, calm evening, enjoying their drink and girl of choice. Waking up, however, instead of in their own bed, they wake to the sounds of a bell dinging as you see an old man come running into the room. Waxley, Ramden, Godin, get up, it's breakfast. 
Then you see he runs into another room. Mr. Hofstadter! <laughs> Young Mr. Hofstadter! I'm talking to you! And he starts kicking Mog's boots. I'm talking to you, Mr. Hofstadter! Wake up, son! My name is Mog Pachelowis. And as you say, Mog, he hears, My name is Mr. Hofstetter. I know your name is Mr. Hofstetter. I'm also Mr. Hofstetter. I'm your dad. Now get your ass out. Your mama made some breakfast, and we're going to get some work done on the farm today. But I hear there's a storm coming tonight, and you need to get shit done. Fair enough. But... You gotta I do you a think your kids gonna earn them the four kings? I'm gonna leave you and them kids if you don't work for them. Now I tell you, when I tell you that you gotta work for them, I gotta tell you to work. I shouldn't have to tell you to work. You know how it works. You, know, you you find work. You you live on a farm. You find work. So well, I'm, 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm, 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 all right, bye. Where's Mrs. Slams the door. Oh, Put the food on the table. We got the young ones to feed. And you see an old lady. I'm a good young. We need to son of Oh, there he is. Are you getting him and him and kicking him in his boots? And you hear them all argue like the old married couple they are as, they, as you all sit down to eat. Now you're gonna have to work out in the field and you're gonna have to take care of the animals. You sit here right now and you eat your goddamn brown onion. Porridge. That's right. Right here, you eat your porridge. And then uh, you get a big old glut of uh, porridge in your bowl. So you sit down and you eat your porridge and then you go out and you get to help the farmhands and get, 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 get the farm going. Then tonight, well, maybe tonight I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you one of Grandpa's favorite inappropriate stories. Eat your damn food. And Bickle. Of course you, of course you, you don't dance. You always loved you, don't dance. Mr. Huff said her. The only one that you got done right today with this no dancing here. She, she, she good little girl. And you know what? She gets to stay inside and have an old lady and peel potatoes. Don't have to work in the field today. So, can you give me a rundown of what tasks need to be done today? Round up the pigs, and then after we round up the pigs, we need to feed the chickens. I gotta feed the chickens, and then I gotta, gotta go down the field, check on the cows, and then gotta go down the other field and take a look at the horses. They're doing some plowing. It's gonna be a full day, so y'all eat up now, and then we're gonna skip lunch. We're gonna have a big breakfast, and we're gonna have grandpa's inappropriate stories. I drink my bowl of porridge, slam it down, and say, Let's get going. So, if I just uh, on the table, you know, better. Damn, is that good? Oh, that was the shit bone. Never mind. As you all head uh, out for the day, finding somehow as if your old lives were not but a memory. Who wants to do what? 
Well, I, I think we need to round out the pigs first. Alright, well, ah, uh, shimmy ye. Alright. After this, the last we'll, thing I remember is I was falling asleep, and now my hands are smaller. You shut up, Wexley! My name's not Wexley! What's wrong, Wesley? Wexley. W A X L E Y. I can. Alright. Wexley. So, Waxley. What's wrong, Wexley? My name's not Wexley! And he's gonna look at Mad Mavens. And that's Mad Maven! Oh, you kids in your games! You get outside now! And after that, you have to go round up the pig! You can be covering the pig shit today! Now get! We've been on this farm all of our lives. What are you saying? What are you talking about? And Mog shoots him a wink. And, uh, make a performance check with advantage. Alright. Uh, 22. You wink as, uh, as Waxley, a.k.a. Bickle, is having a hard time wrestling a pig. Strength check of 18, and it landed in the weave, so it must be a good roll. So with an 18, he manages to overpower one pig. Getting one back into the pen. He spends hours upon hours doing this, chasing the pigs, and finally herding them back into their pen. Flambe, what chore are you doing? Uh, I heard something about the horses. As Flambe, a.k.a. Rampton, so R-A-M-B-T-O-N, No, oh, actually, also, you'll find that uh, that Flambe, aka Rampton, is a small human male in appearance. He is the son he, of Mister uh, Decidedly, uh, like, pushed the porridge away from himself and was just chewing on some jerky if he has it. I'll allow that. You can just say that you went to the cupboard for some jerky first. Yeah, but then finds that. It doesn't taste like his jerky, so he just didn't eat. Very well. Oh, I see he went after his favorite snack of jerky before he left. As you head down yeah. to the field, and you see a halfling male between two horses that are pulling a rather large plow. You hear him go, whoa, whoa there. Whoa. Whoa, all right, all right, whoa. Yeah, the, the horse settles in a little. Uh, need some help there? Oh, uh, oh, Drampton. Drampton, how are you doing, boy? Oh, settle it, settle it, settle it, settle it. Oh, good boy, good boy. Ooh. Well, not a whole lot of help, although, uh, whoa, we're a little frisky today. I think, um, ooh, uh, I think, um, I think you might have to check their stables and see if they got enough salt in the salt lake. 
Alright. Yeah, and then, uh, take, you know what, while you're at it, take these two horses and uh, then change them out for the other two. These two are tired. Alright, I, I go to take them. Alright, you take the left one, I'll take the right one. Alright. Alright, and then I will move that one and... So, roll a d12. See how long it takes you. Okay. Nine. Nine? Alright. After a solid 90 minutes of taking the two angry horses over to the stables, finding out that they did, in fact, not have salt licks... Passing by another farm worker, you notice a female half-elf. He gives you a wave and goes inside to tend to the horse. You have also walked by another human male who's been helping uh, Bickle Jr. round up the pigs. You bring the horses back. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good. All right, help me get them hitched up and... Uh, then I need to go to check out the beehives and gather some uh, some honey and some beeswax for tonight. I uh, hear it's Grandpa's inappropriate story night. I always love those. Yeah, me too. And uh, I'm going to head back to the stables. Very well. You head back to the stables. You notice that the, uh, the female half-elf is uh, rather tall and lithe. She works with the horses with a delicate grace. You see her touching and stroking the mane, calming them after a long day of work. What do you want to do? So how's your day going so far? It is like the wind and the water, always flowing. Usually a lot of shit. I hear that. Uh, I suppose horses, you would hear that with your ears. <laughs> uh, they needed their salt licks. Are you okay, Mad Maven? <laughs> Don't call me, sir. Call me Doug. Frank, I'm just Doug. Just, uh, just flowing, but like a lot of shit. Very well. <laughs> she proceeds to grab two salt licks from a far cupboard, reaching into the barn and noticing, huh, these are the last ones. We'll have to make a run to the market tomorrow. Oh, wait. There's another one hidden in the back, but it's very hard. Oh, it'll do. And she puts the third one on the counter, just in case. Walks back and puts the two salt licks in. Walks back over, looks at uh, Ramton and says, you should be going. Your father is very impatient today. It's an appropriate story night. Yeah, it is. But I'd rather stay here and, like, I'll try to roll to seduce. Okay. You, you know you're you have the visage of a twelve year old boy, right? 
I forgot about that. <laughs> because, like, you can certainly he try, is not paying attention to, like, himself at all. No, no. In fact, every time you try to say your name, it comes out as Ramton. Every time you try to say somebody else's name, it comes out as their improper name. You cannot force yourself to say your real name. Ooh. It's a nightmare for a reason. Welcome to the Halloween nightmare. This is the Halloween episode. Yeah, realizing that, he's just gonna go try to find Mog. Very well. Realizing that your penis is only that of a 12-year-old, you leave the room! That is accurate. I don't care if it's nice. <laughs> so you and your 12-year-old penis leave. <laughs> I'm kidding. And you he's very disappointed. You find Mog and Bickle Jr. both in their alternative forms around the pigs. Mad Maven, that I, means I go you. up to Mog and say, uh, mm -hmm. this place is a nightmare. I, I can't Groove the, the elf. Know. Like no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. I go. Shh, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go up to him and just whisper in his ear. I know the, this is a nightmare. Something's going on here. We need to play our part and and figure out what's going on. Okay. All right. I trust you. Can you spell? Right. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So hey, uh, DM. Yes. I'm gonna try and press a digitate the dirt off of me. You do so. But not all of it. Like I still have a dirty face. I go up to the trough to look at my reflection as I go and clear my face. And you look like an old white man. Mid thirties. Huh. However, you're actually in your early twenties. Life has just not been kind to you. <laughs> he lives on a farm in a D and D universe. You expect life to be kind? Oh, Mog is gonna rock whatever he's given. Okay. As you look in the water, you look at yourself, and you look up, and you see Mad Mavens as Dodance, the young lady of the house, wearing a flowing white and blue dress as she goes out to feed the chickens. There is one particular chicken who will not leave her the hell alone, and is just constantly climbing on her. Achoo! 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 That, that one chicken that, uh... Messing with her? Yes. I'm gonna press a digitate. A straight line going from its beak down in the dirt. You do so. It immediately looks down, looks up, looks at you. <clears throat> um, you swear it lifted up one leg and flipped you off. And Wait. then, oh, but, oh, trying to get Mad Maven's attention again. That... That actually, that actually hypnotizes chickens. Yep. Yes, but this is not an ordinary chicken. Hmm. I'm gonna just cast Eldritch Blast at it. 
No. As soon as you go to do that, the chicken hops up in Mad Maven or up in uh, Dodance's arms and just curls in. That's what I thought. Warning shot. Do you speak chicken? No. I turn into a chicken. I mean, as you I attempt as to turn well into a chicken, with... I hold on. shape into a chicken, but I don't know about Mog. As you attempt to turn into a chicken, you notice that your powers don't work quite as well as they did. In fact, you almost feel as if they're muted at a lower level. Hmm. Doing that, can I figure out what level I got turned to? You can make a medicine check. No, you you guys are asleep right now. But you guys yeah, we'll don't know that you're full asleep. hit points and spell slots when we wake up. You would have full hit points, correct? Because you're not even waking up as yourselves in this situation. But when you wake up in real life, so to speak, you will have full hit points. Yes. Yeah. So either way, just a long it, rest. Now. It would be as if you had a long rest, whether you succeed or fail. So I guarantee. No matter what happens during this game, your characters will not die in real life, but they, that's not to say they won't suffer some trauma. Uh, seeing Mog, uh, Wild Shape, or turn into a chicken, because I don't know how he's doing it, uh, I will Wild Shape into a chicken. As you attempt to do so, and it does not work as well. Huh. You feel as if your powers as well have been muted. As if there is something suppressing them on the farm. Hmm. One moment. So I have medicine. Oh. Thirteen. Very well. With a thirteen, you notice that it feels like there is something not stopping your magic, but draining your magic. Something that is somehow connected to the farm because you feel it in your very bones that the magic that you attempt just does not work. Would I know mm -hmm. what what level what leveled spells I can cast? With a thirteen, it's less than ten. So I can cast less than tenth level spells. No. You have basically five spell slots. However, this is not permanent. 
When I say trust me, it's part of the story. Trust me, it's part of the story. Moving on, as you all conspire together, Mad Maven, a.k.a. Uh, Dodance, having fed all of the animals, you hear again the familiar clanging of the As the night winds down. Dodance, do you take your chicken with you? Very well. Everyone. Oh, I see you want supper. You know what? Make a performance check. A D20 plus your charisma. So a 15? You look at him, and in your innocent little childhood way, you say, Father, I'd ever so love to hold on to it, just for now. With the you limited amount of time I've spent with Mad Maven, can I roll an insight check on that? You certainly can. Uh, 19. With a 19, not only can you tell it's Mad Maven, you can tell that her face scrunches in the exact way that Mad Maven does when she talks, but the words that come out seem forced and almost not like her. Like, what she wants to say can't be said because this little girl doesn't know it. Hmm. There's similarities. I'll try to whisper to her and say, are you okay in there? And as soon as you say that, you hear Huh. He was talking to you, Matt Maven. Well, I mean... All right. After supper, Mr. Hoff, old Mr. Hofstetter gets up, goes over to the living room, goes to the fireplace, and lights a fire. You hear the gentle sounds of the roaring fire and the outside fading. As old Mrs. Hofstetter invites all of the children to sit down on the couch. 
The chicken, however, she... What are you doing, Fabi? Okay. The, the chicken, however, she makes a stay just off the couch in a little basket. I feel like you are, too. So, Mog, a.k.a. Mr. Hofstetter, you decide to uh, to take a seat as uh, old Mrs. Hofstetter settles in and starts knitting after putting in earplugs because she just can't stand the inappropriate stories. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can glean actually any information that's important from those stories. <laughs> can I roll... <laughs> Uh, you could roll for what? Or are you going to say the stories out loud? Oh, oh, don't worry. You're, you're, you're going to get an earful. But, uh, uh, yeah, I want to roll to see if I could figure out if there's any actually important or useful information in those dirty stories. Oh, I'd like to roll insight on the chicken because it's very much creeping me out. Very well. Make an insight check on the chicken. I will even give you <laughs> a point of inspiration for catching on that quickly. Okay. Use that at your discretion, friend. Oh, no. I, I used it immediately because I rolled a natural one. Totally understandable. That's what it's for. And then I rolled Again? another natural one. You disappoint me. I, I, wait, wait. I use silvery bottoms. Reroll that, my friend. I have five spell slots. I'm using one. Reroll that. Thank you goodness. very much. Don't make me have to use my inspiration. Thirteen? You say if you get another nat one, that's like 25,000 to one odds. <laughs> I, mean, right. I have With a more 13, out, so. you notice something that you never noticed before. On the chicken's beak, it almost looks like vampire fangs. I I go and whisper over to him, Vamp, you in there? Who? Vamp, because I can't say Stone Arula. He's a chicken. And I'm like, one box for yes, two box for no. And then it looks at you and goes, Bark. Oh my. And then here and here, Bark. <laughs> I go over to Matt Maven and I'm. I'm just like, bruh, bruh, while gesturing at the chicken. <laughs> just, you're Will Smith gesturing at his wife at the chicken. Bruh, bruh. All right, so you, you brought your understanding to everyone. As old Mr. Hofstetter starts to tell his inappropriate story, making the most rudest of hand gestures, using everything between 
presentation and shadow puppetry, you spend the next 20 minutes fascinated and disturbed. Everyone make a constitution saving throw. Can I help them out with minor illusion? Uh, a d20 plus your constitution modifier, my friend. You all will not believe what I just rolled. A one. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give myself inspiration, and I'm going to use my, my inspiration on you. <laughs> well, no, one of two things was going to happen. I was just going to flip a coin. Nothing right. bad is going to happen to you guys right now. I promise you that. Oh, never mind then. Fine, fine. I am in your hands, DM. Alright, so, I have a coin here, for those of you who do not know at home. On one side it says yes, on the other side it says fuck. So, one of two things is going to happen with Flambe. He is either going to leave depressed or aroused. Ooh! Who would like to guess what it's going to be? I got a 10. Wait, bardic inspiration. <laughs> oh, Mad Maven. Which reminds me, um, did you want me to order you a set of Primus Sharp Edge dice with our discount? That's cool. Noted. Thank you. Moving on. I am going to do two things. I am going to bong for inspiration, and then I am going to roll whether to see if Flambe is scared or aroused or scare aroused. Yeah, the one I've been using is now going in dice jail. It got three nat ones. You are lucky in that you go to bed only slightly traumatized. And thinking, it's going to take a long night to sleep that one off. Mm, I use one. Life goals. I use the bot. No, that's yeah. the joke. Good thing I'm a bug. Right. I can give one d eight to people who roll. Flambe, the combination of the vampire friend chicken and the uh, the unimaginable horror of the sexual things that Grandpa talks about in his days as a male prostitute. Can, can I use minor illusion to help? Bickle Jr. casts Muffle to help. <laughs> As he just nods and nods to the story in hopes he doesn't get discovered. After the story and the inappropriate signs are over, he bids you all to bed. 
No? Alright, go to fuck the bed. And he uh, he takes the chicken, puts it in the basket with a and he puts it beside your bed and says, in the morning, I'm eating you. You might need that chicken when I need it in my belly. Uh, can can I try to do like sleight of hand and stealth to go and switch out our Stonerula chicken with a different chicken back in the the uh, farm? Bardic inspiration added D eight to that roll. So you want to go and swap out her chicken with a regular chicken? For what yes. reason? To save the chicken or just to get it the hell out of there? To make sure it to doesn't save him so that the grandfather doesn't eat him. Oh, oh, so you're you're saving the chicken from an untimely death. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since we know it's Stonerula, but we can only say vamp. No, all good, all good, totally understandable. Everyone's in the learning process. All right. So, as the night goes on, you all slowly settle into bed. The night... Um, I'm going to do two things at once. I'm going to do it, the sound effect for it, and then let me know who wants to do the perception checks. As you hear a scream from across the fields. I'm already two spells in. Guys? Mm-hmm. We didn't hear a sound. You, uh, you hear a scream in the distance. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I'll I thought someone was get going up. to sneak out and swap a chicken. Yeah. Like, okay, so... Uh, I'm going to give him... Two thi- uh, uh, all right. Uh, two things happen at the same time. You immediately uh, hear a door slamming open. And you see... Uh, the mother and father immediately run out and start talking to the rather large half-orc male holding an axe, saying, There was a scream in the woods! Oh! You think we should check it out? You think just, uh... Hold on. I think we need to go check it out, sir. All right, um... Kids, kids, everyone up, everyone get a torch. Let's go, we got shit to do. There is a scream in the woods. We need to find out what's going on. I'm gonna run downstairs and go, let me help. 
Oh yeah, you're gonna help, and he hands you a torch. You're damn right, you're gonna help. And then he uh, he takes a a little stone out of his pocket and he clacks it and just you know gets the the fire going and uh, says, "All right, everybody, uh, pick a place to go search and uh, go search it." And sends everyone off with their flames. Wait, before. Uh, they heard scream in the woods. They're going to go check it out. Before we head out, I'm going to go up to everyone real quick and say, uh, because I heard the whole thing because I was right there next to them, standing next to them. Uh, Walk the chicken and we got to and look around while we're out. Yeah, I, and as I say, as I, uh, Sorry? Oh, thank you. As I, uh, say, uh, swap out the chickens, I press, I, I put my hand on his shoulder and he gets Spartac Inspiration. Your next roll, uh, whenever you so choose for next while, you can add a 1d8 to your die roll once. If you, if it, if the roll fails, you can keep trying until you eventually you have that you get a success with it so until so, so yeah i have when i give someone inspiration you roll a d8 and every time you uh go to roll add a d8 until you succeed mm. all right When you roll to do a check, Billy's attack, anything, you can add a 1d8 to your roll. Instead of just rolling 1d20, you add a 1d8 as well. No, no, what, what he means is, when you roll a d20, roll a d8 with it next time. <laughs> Alrighty, ready. So, keep going as everyone fans out... Uh, you two are left behind, uh, you're four, sorry, are left behind with chicken inclusive, as you are all warned to keep an eye out and to make sure that whatever's going on, check the chicken. I hope they listen to and me. And Pickle Jr., as uh, it looks, he goes, what? It was good supper. Yeah, I just look... All right, I'll keep it down. Oh, it's going to go to the other end anyway. Uh, uh, I'm going to look at our chicken and just ask him, who do you feel safer with? Uh, go to the person you feel safer with. Mark, mark. Well, since we can't understand him. Welcome to D&D, &D, people. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy love the chicken very much, but we want to see who the chicken loves more. <laughs> uh, right, so... 
As you, uh, as you all head outside, where does everyone want to go looking? Please place your characters. Well, oh. Well, there's only five places. There's the fields, there's the barns, and then there's the pen. I'm going to check out so, the pen. Those are just numbered as in the room numbers. I'm talking about between here, 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 here. Like There's one, two barns, three, four. Yeah. All right. And there's also this grain silo you guys haven't been in yet. Yeah. I'm checking, Boo -boo I'm checking on the pigs. Yeah, you'll drown in grain. Mug's favorite animal is pigs, by the way. Uh-oh. All right, so Mog. Mog Vachelowis, his favorite animal is pig. Eat or in general? Uh, well, Mog to eat or in general? Kind of both. Okay. Favorite food. Favorite. They're hardworking animals, and they're very intelligent. And you can also feed a lot of human bodies to them, and it'd be perfectly fine. And also accurate, scientifically speaking. All right. So this is a monster with a heart of gold. What do you think? <laughs> All right. So, um, Mog, as you head up to go see all of the pigs. <laughs> that they are they can actually get an entire human body and done in about 20 minutes makes sense no that's actually from a TV show makes sense that a mobster would like pigs right <laughs> that's from the TV show Bones alright so so, Dodance, a.k.a. Mad Maven, where are you going to investigate? I didn't have a, a, a one with double bed options, okay? I, I, it was a free map, and I'm very grateful for it. Yes, because this is the uh, the Hofstetter Ranch. It's uh, a free one that was given to us. Well, given to everyone, really. It's freeware. It's a... All right, so you decide to go check out the horse barn. You go in to, you go in to see the horses bringing the chicken with you. You set the chicken on top of a horse. You saddle the horse and then begin to ride the atop the chicken horse. Is the, Very well. Is so the, you ride out after looking through the barn. Give me an investigation check of the barn to see what you find. I mean, a chicken could sit on her head. 
I think the idea of a little girl sitting on a horse with a chicken on her head is kind of funny. <laughs> Well, that's strange how the world works. Well, you know what? Fair point. Now that I think about it, it probably would be a fun experience, if not for a short period. Yeah, you can't see the ground. A chicken moving that fast for the first time. And then immediately tries to open its wings and then fl flutters off. <laughs> no. I didn't even need to do anything if I wanted to. <laughs> I mean. All right. So as you ride off into the horses, what was your investigation check? No. Oh, one moment. Uh, no, this is Mad Maven's investigation check. Uh, a 20 and your intelligence modifier. And a D8. <laughs> that and she didn't add the was, one D8. Uh, Dice tray. It's called a dice tray. There you go. Not a problem. There we go. So you got nineteen plus your intelligence modifier. So you got a 22. Wow. All right. So with a 22, as you looked around the barn, you managed to notice that nothing really looks out of place, but there's a small smear of blood that looks like it's being dragged out the door. Ooh. Your character I mean, can choose to wake up, but that would be the end of the session for you. You could pawn off the work to someone else. Mog tends to delegate tedious tasks. 
Bog tends to delegate. That that's a good enough one. So as uh, as you leave on the horse, only noticing the small smear of blood behind you, you see Mog or Old Man Hofstetter as you ride by. What do you want to do? So you go up to Mog and say, what the hell is going on? Mog, make an investigation check on the pig pen. Alrighty. Someone was probably fed to these guys if I'm doing that. Investigation? Investigation. Alrighty. Let's hope I don't fail this one. So I get a plus one. I got a three. It stinks. Ah, it stinks so bad anyway. that you have to make a constitution saving throw. That's it. That's all you were worried about. Constitution saving throw. Nine. Very well. So, with the nine, you are doing uh, another investigation, correct? With, oh, no, the that was the saving throw. So you uh, <clears throat> you managed to choke back the vomit, <clears throat> but only just. As you see that all the farm workers are beginning to converge back into the center. And they beckon you all over. Flambe, go ahead and make your check. No. Yeah. Shush. I swear I rolled a different d20. <laughs> Natural one. Man, you need to jail all your dice, brother. Maybe you should swap to the bot. <laughs> uh, guys? Hmm? No disrespect, but y'all might want to pay attention to the map. As you all look around, <clears throat> noticing you know, that the family is all gathered together with the farm workers, they beckon you. Who's playing with my cows? Uh, okay, don't worry. Mad Maven, you have hopped on your horse. Brought your chicken with you, however. Uh, and Flambe, that uh, that check was... A natural one. A nat one. Okay, so you look around. Yeah, this is where you found the part of the, the chicken coop where they burn the shit. 
However, in looking in the burner, make another... Uh, it says here you actually get to make the check with advantage. Woo! In the, it actually says they get to make this check with advantage. It's literally written in there. Twenty-five. Well then. Okay. As you look inside the dung burner, you manage to find a small key. Okay. You I brush this key that. off. You notice that it gleams, but it's made of a solid hard iron. You pocket it and walk over to the rest of everyone talking. You can see old man Hofstetter. Well, if no one found where the scream came from, then wait. Where's my wife? Wasn't wasn't she? Was she here? She was here when that scream happened. So, so where is she now? He says, as you hear. Coming directly behind you in the fields. That's a lot of them. I'm not even half done. Yeah, I'm gonna just book it. Alright. As you look around to see all of the fences are completely lined with the sounds of the undead. And you hear the sounds in the distance of a zombie devouring flesh. As Pickle Jr. immediately goes to run up and slam the gate before they get through. He's going to need to make a strength check for speed. 13 and a strength check to push that. Three! As he I'm tries to push it, they start to crowd him. Uh, I'm going to run up and help uh, Pickle. Uh, Silver Barb, re-roll. Re-roll what? The strength roll or the uh, the first one? Uh, strength. Got it. Twelve! He manages to push the gate shut, stopping a small horde in their tracks. As you uh, look and, and see he... that they are surrounding the farm on all sides. Uh, and then Flambe is going to use uh, one of his features, uh, which is that he can cast Burning Hands without expending a spell slot. So, you use Burning Hands on 
the the zombies. Oh, the ones right in front of you. So yeah. as you grab onto the to the metal, slowly warming your hands up, as you see Bickle reaches his own away, saying, Oh, warm me before you heat it up, as he pulls his scalding hands off. And you see the whoosh of fire as their dry, brittle clothes go up in flame. And I'm going to get them to take some fire damage. Bear with me. And his head and... 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 Good. Okay, so all three of them have, in fact, caught on fire. And are slowly falling to the ground with an... I'm gonna move uh, towards them and say, keep an eye on the fire, make sure it doesn't touch the gate, and I'm gonna aim over the fence and uh, shoot the, a fourth one with Sacred Flame. Uh, the gate is metal. Oh, thank goodness. I thought it was wood. Uh, I did mention that Bickle did say, warn someone before you heat up the metal of the gate. Did I not? Um, I could be mistaken. Oh. I thought you also said let's, he... Let's just say that the gate thing. is metal and there's nothing to worry about. Got it. Alrighty. Well, in that case, Sacred Flame. Very well. You cast Sacred Flame. Make it a, uh, is this an attack roll, or is this just a roll for damage bit? Dex save and throw. Dex? Oh, they got none of that. So, how many targets can you hit with this? Uh, only one. Two! Oh, uh, so... A few things happen. Save, uh... Dexterity save and throw, or take 1d8 uh, radiant damage and gain no benefit from cover for the save and throw. So, uh... You can't gain benefit from cover now for the save and throw. And uh, well, it's dead. So I doubt it would be able to benefit from anything. Wow. Uh, Sacred Flame apparently is very damaging to these guys. They're undead. Sacred Flame is a holy attack. Yep. I'm gonna go. I didn't because I didn't realize that uh, Sacred Flame was gonna be this uh, accurate. I think I got an idea. You say this as you look around you and notice that the entire farm is surrounded by about a hundred of the undead. This is a cantrip. Hold on. As you get closer to the middle of the uh, of the house, you notice that your magic fades once again. You hear a sound coming from the bar. Uh, here it is. I'm sorry. These are the sounds you hear from the barn. 
breaking glass, fighting, and eating. Uh, I'm not sure if we want to be in there. Uh, didn't they say something about keys? Shouldn't we be... Let's scour and find keys quick. See if we can get something done. Oh, I, I found and As one. you say that, the old man Hofstetter goes, Yes! If we do that, we might be free from the curse! And he looks at you and he hands each and every one of you a, a small look and then holds out a small piece of paper. It's actually a, it's actually a lambskin paper and it has five symbols on it. These are the clues to the keys. I'm sorry I won't be around to be there for you. One of them got me. As you look and you see a bite on his arm, and he turns around with a blah. I I put him out of his misery. Take her point. Attack roll. Uh, save him, Fro. Say what? Deck save. It's a cantrip. He accepts the sacred flame right before he turns and burns with a crisp willingly. You see falling from him a small magical cane. It was a mercy. I pick up the cane. What do you mean it was a mercy? Was he bit? He started to transform. Transform into one of those? Yes. I pick uh, up yeah, the cane. All right. uh, let's get the hell out of here. But first, we better go close the doors on that barn before anything gets out. Uh, All right, everybody with me to the barn. All right. All right, to the barn. Uh, instead of going to the barn with them, I'm going to go and see... Uh, can I make a perception check to see if I can see where the scarecrow is? That, like, I, I see on the piece of paper. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. It's just when, when you said the scarecrow on the piece of paper. Like, oh, I, I forgot you were referring to the scarecrow on the piece of paper. Yeah, you can definitely go looking for that. All right. Uh, 17. All right, with a 17, you look at it thinking, where would the Scarecrow be? I'm thinking back to your years, looking through a memory which is not quite yours. You feel almost like a foreigner watching someone else's life play out in front of you. As you think about all the times that you use the same scarecrow in the field, and how now it's up in the loft of the barn where you keep the cows. Alright, then I... No, in the barn, they keep the scarecrow up in the loft. How would you get a cow up there? Then again, this is a dream. Then I head off uh, to the barn with the rest of them and let them know that there's possibly a key up there. And most likely a fight. 
Very well. So, Flambe, you head to the, the barn for the cows. You notice two things at the same time. The door on your side is completely locked as you go grab the knob and try to fiddle with it. What do you want to do? Um... Can I just use, like, Eldritch Blast to try and break the lock? Mm, I gotta I, I gotta check something real quick. Uh, roll a D100 for me real quick, and let's see if you have enough power. I'll okay. back him up with a Sacred Flame. The power of friendship. 69. Nice! All right, so with a 69, you managed to uh, to think about that time that you and your grandfather repaired this door together and the trick to get it open, even if it was locked. You take the doorknob, you give it one final rattle, and the door opens. You see inside all the sleeping cows, and you remember there's a key to get upstairs. And it's hanging just inside the door of the house. Uh, I told them that I'll be right back and I gotta go get a key. All right. Uh, so as you take I off, run off to go get that key. Very well. So you take them. off. Okay. So uh, Mog and Flambe, you guys are both going to get the keys, correct? I believe yes. there's going to be trouble waiting there. I'm going to tell them, guard the door, don't do anything crazy. Because I don't want them to die. All right. So, Flambe, as you and Mog take off, uh, I'm going to move your characters in the board here real quick. You notice two things as you're heading towards the house. That uh, a small handful of zombies have actually managed to get in past one of the small fences over the lumber and are currently hanging about just by the entrance. Oop, moved the wrong person. Six save. Flambe, Mog. You see a small group of zombies that has not yet noticed your presence. They come around the corner with a... What do you want to do? Uh, I'd like to make a stealth check to get into the house. Ooh, I love it. I'm going to follow his lead. I love it. All right. Both of you guys, give me a d20 stealth check. All right. Uh, do I still get the benefit of my, uh, my uh, gentleman's shoes? Yes, you do. All right. So I'm just auto success then. Very well. Uh, 11. 
With his automatic success and your 11, you manage to sneak inside just past the zombies as they walk, looking around, not able to figure out where anyone is and just milling about. You go uh, inside, grab the keys off of the key rack with a little, little bit of a clink. Before we yeah. leave, uh, I say to Mog, I think there might be the actual keys we're supposed to find in here as well, because I see on the piece of paper there's bathtub and piano. Bathtub. Isn't that upstairs? It is yeah. not. Hmm? Nope. Where's the bathroom again? Or bathtub? It's to your right. I'm... Oh, it's downstairs. Oh, there we go. It is, it's room 18. Okay. And Probably. Uh, would the piano be in the living room? Uh, I guess she'll have to go look. All right. I'll take uh, piano to take bathroom. On it. I go to the piano. Very well. So, no, that's not the piano. There you go. So, Mog, as you head towards the piano, room 16. Perfect. Uh, da, 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 da. Ah. In this space features a comfortable piano. However, you do notice something rather odd crawling towards you as there is a human arm flopping on the floor in front, in front of the piano. Well, deck save. Well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> Okay. I mean, so, they take no like damage a, if they succeed. So, like a small blood blister, it just... All over the floor. And you notice a small silver ring fall off of his hands. I pick up the ring, look, for a key, look at the piano, and try to find a key. You look at the ring, and you realize... That is Old Lady Hofstetter's ring. I can know the truth. And I continue with my task. Oh, you want hiccup sound effects? Okay, I got those two. Damn, you sassy. Oh, you want to listen to my hiccups? Here, I'll give you a hiccup. <laughs> now you just want to... Well, that is pretty convincing, but still... That is just showing off. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Learned it. All right. So as you look around, you notice that room uh, sixteen. Ah. You notice that under the piano, in fact, there is a small safe. All right. Do, 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 do. All right. Gonna try and crack the safe. As you try to move the piano, make a strength check. Alrighty, and I actually am a double. Uh, my str my strength, I can move double the movement capacity. 
Yes, but you still need to make a strength check. All right. So. Right. Trust me, there's a reason. All right, and... Sorry, it's just taking a moment. There we go. So plus two. All right, sorry, plus three. There we go. Uh, I'm also going to give myself Bardic Inspiration. Pat myself on the oh. shoulder, you know? Not yet, I get that. Mog, you got this. Oh, 19. Well, might as well roll the 1d8 now. Might as well. I mean, at least you're going to get to 20. So. so with a 24, you push and you push, but for whatever reason, this piano just will not move. But, uh, all right, can I crawl under and try and crack the safe? You certainly can. As soon as you crawl under it, make an investigation check. All right, one more. Alrighty, my strongest uh, modifier. Alright, investigation again? Yep. Alright, this may end up being my or my inspiration uh, and Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm using it. I'm now out of inspiration. Such is life. Including my uh re-roll. Such is life. You can always re-earn you can always re-earn inspiration, my friend. That is correct. In fact, I feel like giving people inspiration tonight. I'd actually love to be able to do that. I just I have to have the ability to, so can I, I gotta see what you guys are capable of. Eleven on investigation. You know what? That's good enough. <clears throat> With an 11, you look underneath the piano and you notice there is an immovable rod currently active underneath of it, holding it in place. Man, you think I'm strong enough to realize that quickly? Click. As you click the immovable rod, it immediately falls in your hand and you stuff it in your pocket. Yeah. You are then happened. able to move the piano with such ease as it rolls on its wheels, receiving a, <laughs> revealing a small safe with a number combination. You know, it's weird that I, I've had to... I got really good results on moving an object stopped by a movable rod. And now I have two of movable rods, so... It's kind of odd that it's happened twice. Harry the Tattoos! Actually, I love that guy. He uh, He's actually a huge D&D fan. They took a bunch of dice, they were blue ones, <clears throat> and they like, a platypus? And then they put a yellow D4 on it. Harry the Tattoos! Love that guy. He is so uh, amazing. Awesome. Did you know they're making a new series? Really? Uh, yep, I can't wait. I have Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated as my ringtone. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you move the, the piano. You find a safe. While this is going on, Flambe, 
You look around in the, the, the bathroom and you see very clearly a giant bloody mess inside the bathroom. This impressive bathroom features a large cloth on top vanity, full-length mirror, an ornate wooden privacy screen divides the bathroom into two sections. A bloodied hand axe lies on the floor a few feet from the plug or from the tub. Blood splatters all over the nearby walls and the wooden screen. A headless, one-armed female corpse rests in the tub. The water is darkened by the blood. It is a terrible sight to behold. Make a wisdom saving throw or become frightened and unable to act. Remember, you still got my one of those D8 bad to your roll until you fit until you succeed. Oh, I used that on the um on the furnace. Ah. Uh, well, I'm pretty much almost out of rerolls. I only got my spell my two spell slots left. Uh, 13. With a 13, you do manage to save as you look at this horrible visage in front of you, noticing that there is a small glint through the murky water under the corpse. Do you dare stick your hand under? Yes. Gotta hand it to him. So, <laughs> what would you like to do? Just like reach in and like fiddle around for the key? What do you want to do? Uh, yeah, just like reach in for where I think the key is, and then look around in that area. All right, give me a, give me two d twenties. Okay. This is gonna uh, be for the second, looking around. Yeah. One sec, I need to get another good D20. That's yeah, not like, in dice that's sale. a thing in your place, apparently. Just roll by the bot man at this point. <laughs> well, so far, the one I'm using now is being good. That's why you need Prime Sharp Edge Dice, bro. Yeah, cutting edge technology. <laughs> All right, a 12 and a 9. Very nice, because you actually needed a 19 to get past to discover another of the keys. This one is silver. You look over and you see a hand towel drying your arm. You put the key in your pocket, and noticing the corpse is actually still fully clothed. The missing arm... Notably, old Mrs. Hofstetter. Ooh. Um, ABM. Yeah? Is there any, uh, inscription on the ring, by the way? There is not. It is simply what you recognize as her wedding band. Mm. It's a plain silver ring, man. Uh, when they got married, they were poor, and they, she kept it to symbolize that. Because no matter how much money they have now, they came from humble beginnings. Yeah. And as a friendly heads up, everyone, we're going to be ending the game in about 20-30 minutes, so everyone can get a good night's rest. So, as Flambe comes out from the bathroom, seeing Mog reaching into a safe and pulling out 
what looks to be a steel key. All right. Let's have three down. I'm. Uh, we're gonna. What were the other things on the map? Uh, not the map, but the piece of cloth had a fireplace, a bathtub, a piano, a scarecrow, and a hammer. And we did we get the fireplace? Yes. And so what's left then? Uh, the hammer, and I know where the scarecrow is. Alright, we know where the scarecrow is. Uh, where's the hammer? Uh, well, we'll figure out what the group. Uh, Mad Maven, give me a perception check, please. B20, please. 1d20, please. Well, that actually kind of works out canon for the game, because as you are uh, not quite keeping watch, as you should be, a zombie manages to slip past, and you hear the unmistakable sound of... As it tears into Glorzak, the half-orc. Of ripping his arm completely off and eating it. Uh, by what do the you guys want to do? As I'm running around, I have uh, my uh, pointer and my in my middle finger and my pointing finger there in the shape of a gun because that's how I'm firing off my sacred uh, flame. Sure, why not? I basically am looking like a 007 agent. Alright, so, the zombie bites off Glorzak's hand, taking the non- Actually, you know what? Um, this gives me an awesome opportunity. No, in fact, it takes off his right foot. Ooh. So, diving and chewing at his ankle, it dislocates his foot. Yeah, I got this D12 of body dice from this company called Q-Code. They rock. So, leaving him prone, what do you guys want to do? As the chicken runs away. Well, we need to get out of here. I'm going to try and stealth out the door with my auto success. Very well. Flambe, make a stealth check to get around the zombies. Or would you like to use a different exit? Uh, I'm going to throw, throw a rock. I'm, I'm going to use the, the same exit. I'm going to throw a rock over here. DM, I'm going to throw a rock over okay, here. Okay, so I... you're going to distract him with a rock. All right, go ahead. Um, give me an easy strength check. All right. One moment. Strength. So, athletics? Uh, 17. We'll throw in. 17 right, sneak, and... perfect. One moment. So that's a plus three strength. One D twenty plus three. Fourteen. Fourteen. You throw the rock with a it lands. 
All the zombies manage to uh, to get distracted by it as they are pretty fucking dumb and take off into the corner, leaving Flambe with his 17 to get by with ease as they try to gnash at what they think is their next meal, but instead just keep bumping into each other. Maybe they'll eat each other, I don't know. Uh, zombies have been to be cannibalistic, but they gotta be hungry enough. However, then, as you go upwards, you notice the one currently chewing at Glorzak's right foot. What do you want to do? Uh, knowing this guy's gonna turn into a zombie, I take off the other foot. What? Alright, so you go up to him, not even explaining yourself, and just slice off his other foot, make an attack roll. I'm doing the sacred flame. He has to make a deck. All right, so you uh, you shoot. I'm gonna roll for that. That's uh, one. Like, well, he did lose a foot already. So your excuse is, well, he lost a foot already. Bang! So I took the other one, and now well, you hear it yet again. As he is oh. now in extreme agony as the zombie eats him alive. Flambe, uh, you managed to find your way all the way over to the entrance of the of the barn door again, opening the door. Uh, but before that, uh, Flambe uh, sees what's going on over there and casts an Eldritch Blast both at uh, the person and the zombie. There we go. What is that with y'all? Brutal. Fucking scorched brutal. policy? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you Eldritch blast your way away, being far enough away from the magic suppressant. You fire your Eldritch blast with a inside as you create uh, this lightning blast. And then as soon as you hit the two of them, you look around and notice that all the cows look at you with a wild in their eyes as they are all now infected. Ah. Um. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Okay. No, we need to get in here and get the... <sighs> no, no. No, 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 no. T Thunder Wave would work. They each have to make a saving throw because they are all lined up. Now there's six... No, sorry, seven of them. Five. Three. Four. Four. Seven. What? Six, two, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> As each of these cows gets blasted back, you see the ladder beside you. As each one of them is now flumped up against the wall, having taken thunder damage. I did not have a thunder damage uh, sound effect. I should get one. And gun. Uh, they take 11 thunder damage. 11 sounds good. And I hurriedly climb the ladder. 
Very uh, well. While he's doing that, I'm going to start picking them off. Uh, and trying to get them their attention on... Well, I'm auto stealth, but for the next... How long has it been? It has only been... Turns of, it's only been a couple minutes. All right, I'm still, I still got that going. So I'm just going to stealth snipe all of these guys with what? Sacred Flame. Oh, for... So deck save and throw, and since they're prone, they'd have disadvantage. Correct. He did. So, DM, I'm going to start sniping now. With the cantrip. Very well. So as you start sniping at them from the door, Flambe, you see the ladder on your right leading to the padlocked upper level. What do you want to do? Uh, does Mog or Flambe have the key to the upstairs? Oh, you have all the keys. I hand it mine to you. Okay, so I, I unlock the door. Well, you unlock the padlock, rather. Yes. Okay, so opening up the padlock with a quick... You managed to look up with an of the old creaking hinges. You see what's left of the scarecrow sitting in the corner with a familiar key you never remembered hanging around its neck. Then something your grandfather said filling your mind. Hide things mm -hmm. in plain sight and they'll never notice it. Uh, I, I go and grab the key. Very well. You grab the key, noticing that Mog has started pew, 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 with all of the cows. Clear your way. I'm trying to clear a way for you, man. Uh, basically, I just say, I got your back. Thanks. Very well. well we so, as you're rolling damage... One. Um, so far, you have taken out two cows. They've been rolling with disadvantage on their... Alright. It's 2d8, actually, for the damage. And it's times two, because um, we're religious there. Alright. Well... So as you spend the time picking off these cows, you notice as the fact that down. as soon as they go down, they get right back up. Going to chase after you again. Flambe, what do you want to do? Uh, climb down and start running out of the barn saying, come on, we got to find the last key. All right. What did you get any hints? Uh, can I roll like a history check or something to see if I can figure something out with these new memories? Um, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yes, you can certainly make a history check. However, I'm going to give you disadvantage on it because you found all the keys without barely even trying. So I'm going to make it a little challenging. And <laughs> Fair I'm enough. Gonna... And I'm going to use my 
my last uh, spell there, Silvery Barbs. So, equal Very damage. well. And I'll give myself advantage as well, just in case. Of course you will. Uh, seven. All right. <laughs> with a seven, you manage to run out with just getting out in time, thinking, where the hell have I seen a key? Where the hell have I seen a key? You think to yourself over and over. Give me just a moment. I'm going to bring up the document again. One key, two key. This is such a huge adventure, I have to go through it. How much did we bypass? So far, nothing. It's just you guys are getting through it faster than I thought you would. Oh, so we're doing all the things. Okay, there it is. And you remember thinking at one time that uh, you did see a glint of a key that was always hung in the tool shed, but that was moved many months ago. As your father said, it needed to be tucked somewhere a little more safely in that shed. After hours of uh, spending time in there, you remember him coming out with a big shit-eating grin on his face, saying, you'll never find it. All right, I look at Mog and I just start saying, okay, you have different memories. So do I. All I remember is that you, whoever this person is, hid the key in the shed. Think, where is it? History check. Oh, you don't need to do a history check. That's where you threw the rock for all the zombies to go. I'm going to pick a couple Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was a sigh of fuck me. As you find out, the place that you need to go is surrounded by the zombies that you summon there. And that is where we are going to end tonight's game. So, everyone at home, don't forget, check out the guys over at Primus Sharp Edge Dice. Get yourself some real quality dice. And go to Fey Earth, Hired Swords... My dad wrote a porno, all that. Get yourself some amazing stuff. And then go to Gamma Radio, get some merch just like we did. And next week, if all goes well, we will be announcing a contest for some exclusive You Want to Do What merchandise. Oh, and by the way, Eldritch Blast theme. There you go. All right. So How do you like that end? now? I get your sound effect. Just for the record. I turned off my stealth shoes. I have how do you turn off a shoe? Well, Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to figure out how we turn off a shoe, and we are going to call it a night. So, again, thanks for listening, everyone. Turn off your shoes. Yep.
Want to build your very own airships for D&D 5e? Well, our upcoming shipbuilder app will come with hundreds of different parts that you can mix and match to build your dream airship. The process is really simple and fast. Just choose the parts you want, give the ship a name, and the app will do the rest, generating your ship's stat block and in-world build cost at just the click of a button. Want to upgrade your ship later? No problem, we've got you. You can save your ship's blueprint in the app. So take to the skies in a whole new way with our Airship Combat Kickstarter. Check it out now.